The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member. And we don't mean your Aunt Dolores. You stink! The TNT Shop has it all at tntradio.live. For lovers of truth, liberty, free speech, and the pursuit of justice. Who fights a never-ending battle for truth. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk, TNT. Hello, I'm Abby Roberts, and this is the Abby Roberts Show, live on today's News Talk TNT. Yes, tis I. Uh, I had a bit of an altercation with a fox on the way here early this morning, hence the way I look. And I tell you what, the fox did come off worse. I've got to be honest with you. Yes, that's what living in London is, everybody. I'm, I'm broadcasting this live from London. And actually, just a little bit of news that you won't be hearing um, in any of the papers or on any of the mainstream uh, channels is that in South London last night in Clapham, there was an acid attack and nine children were injured. Uh, so there's more on that. And you, like I said, you won't be seeing it. So have a look on Twitter, have a little Google. Uh, I actually don't live that far away. So happy days. Thanks to Deepcom for completely destroying London making it terrified to live in. Wonderful. Isn't that all? I might just move to Queensland. I might just come over to bloody Australia and uh, join my fellow. I can see Murray is definitely, he's nodding his head. The lovely Murray, who I can see on the end of the screen uh, at TNT. You can also, you can talk to me, guys. Uh, talk to me. You can go to the live chat, uh, which is tntradio.live. Have a look on the website. You can have the little, <laughs> that's me on the website. You know, that, that cat typing, the little meme. You can go to uh, the apps. Have you got apps? I've got a great pair of apps. Oh, matron. I know Michael liked that one, darling. Don't pretend you don't. You can email me, Abby Roberts, at tntradio.live. And you know what as well? You can go old school. You can go 1980s and you can get on that phone, the dog and bone, as they say, in the east end of London, and you can give me a bloody good ring-a-ding, ding-a-ding-ding. So here are the numbers to call. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call 1-888-201-6425. From the U.K., call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Hello, welcome back, everybody. And uh, I'm going to play a little clip for you now. And I said clip, 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 clip. And it's a clip of the Prime Minister of this country, uh, the little Roland Rat. Uh, he is a Rishi Sunak. Can we roll that clip, please, my darling, like Murray? You, I'm also a parent and I've got two young girls and I've been, I've been really struck by the rise in vaping amongst children that we're seeing in all the research and statistics. And it's alarming. I think it's alarming to any parent that I speak to. We need to do something about it. And there's a range of things that we're gonna take forward, uh, including cracking down on things like flavors and marketing to kids. They're full of poisonous toxins. Shouldn't get anywhere near our kids. I think there is a role for vaping for adult smokers who are trying to quit. And it's important that we protect that because it is better for those people to switch to, to vaping rather than smoking. But there's no reason our kids should be vaping at all. I mean, they look like packets of sweets or bubble gum and they're designed to appeal to kids, both with the flavors and, and the packaging. So that's why our measures today that we're, we're taking forward will be really helpful in combat. So 
Mr. Sunak. You're going to be banning vaping because you're worried about the lovely wrappers and the colours and the flavours, but you're going to, uh, since 2021, roll out an experimental injection, gene therapy, and try and shove it into children's arms and, and other, and basically anyone who was, who was available that you wanted to hold down. Absolutely absurd. Uh, vaping. I mean, and the, he says as well, doesn't, you don't know the long-term effects of vaping. Well, hang on a minute. How does that make any sense? You didn't know what the long-term effects were when you introduced the uh, COVID-19 vaccines um, at the end of 2020. It's qu it's just, it's dystopia on steroids. I mean, I am, I'm a, well, I, I smoke now and again, I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm a bit worried what I'm going to say. I might get into trouble because I got into trouble for saying, dropping the C-bomb yesterday. Um, I'm sorry, but I mean, I was driven to it because I was talking about uh, the murderous doctors who want to basically uh, jab vulnerable people. Um, but but uh, do apologise if you are listening uh, with uh, children. Um, but you see, I might start using words like tyranny and dictatorship and bastards and evil, and then uh, that will cover it. So anyway, um, just keep vaping, kids. Just keep vaping. What can possibly go wrong? Right. Uh, on that note, uh, let's go to Propaganda Corner. Have a little look at the, the papers. We've got The Guardian, the lovely Graniad. What a load of absolute lefty shite. Um, uh, this is, and on the front, uh, that on the front, by the way, is Nicola Sturgeon. Nicola Sturgeon is uh, the Premier of Scotland, um, and she is like the little wee Jimmy Cranky. She's like a, just like a little hobbit that jumps a boot. <laughs> All my Scottish fans, hello Jules and, and uh, Mr Jules up in Dundee, my wonderful pals, do apologise for the Scottish accent. Right, she, Sturgeon admits errors in handling pandemic. Nicola Sturgeon has admitted falling, uh, failing to properly falling, charts would be a fine thing, to properly record key discussions about the pandemic after being pressed at the UK COVID inquiry. By the way, that was the one I was arrested outside in London for swearing, funnily enough. And I still haven't told you the whole story, but I will um, when I come back next week. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be back next week if I don't drop any more sea bums. So that's her, uh, that's her basically the waterworks on the Groniad, absolutely disgraceful. Um, let's have, oh, Gen Z, uh, another thing on the front here I didn't see, Gen Z males, uh, I don't know what Gen Z is, I don't know what age that is, isn't it? It's quite young. Increasingly see feminism as harmful. Boys and men from Generation Z, Z, are more likely than older baby boomers to believe feminism has done more harm than good, according to research that shows a real risk of fractious division among this coming generation. I mean, me personally, yeah, I think, I think there is something to be said for that. I mean, I'm going to put this to you guys. So when you call in a bit later, uh, hopefully, Siv, if you're watching, um, has feminism actually led us to where we are with the rainbow stuff? You know, all the kind of transgender men sort of becoming, you know, dressing up as women, then thinking they can become women. Has feminism basically given, uh, you know, sort of given rise to that? It's a, it's a question, and I think it's a damn good one as well. So anyway, that's what I think of the Grawley. Oh, actually, no, here's a little... Um, Here's a little story. Oh, yes. Ha! Can't believe I nearly missed this one. Able-bodied actor cast as Richard III to press on, uh, to press on despite backlash. And that's the National Theatre, everybody, in the UK. An able-bodied actor uh, who is, has been cast to play a man in a Shakespearean play who's got a hump. 
Okay, so they wanted to, there's a backlash because they wanted to have somebody with a hump, even though it's called etching. And you do this and you go, oh, now is the winter of our discontent, be glorious summer by the sons of York. I know it's incredible. I also know Shakespeare. It's amazing. I didn't even know I knew that speech. Uh, look up Anthony Sher, everyone. Anthony Sher, a South African actor. Well, he was born in South Africa. He didn't actually talk like that. Um, when he was acting, uh, brilliant Richard III. So all I can say is, called acting, you wankers. Did I get, oh, is that all right? Is that allowed to say the W word? I hope so, it's a bit late now. Daily Mail. What have we got on the Daily Snail in Propaganda Corner? Um, well, we've got, why do women hate it when their fat friend loses weight? Well, I can tell you, my darling, as a woman who has, um, you know, shall we say, been a little bit uh, rounded, and um, I can say that I have never had any complaints um, from the men who have been going out with my thin friends who uh, basically like, like um, you know, having it off with an ironing board with two aspirins on it. They have never complained, is all I can say to that, and, uh, and long... <laughs> And uh, and how wonderful! Just thinking about the memories. Uh, just the did you see? I got a bit misty eyed then, didn't I? Um, right. Uh, let's have a little look. Oh, this one is good. Uh, staggering stupidity. So this is a bloke. <laughs> that's not the. That's not just about him. Staggering stupidity about men. A man who tried stroking a deer, stroking a deer, and was lucky to come away in one piece. <laughs> The photos! Can you see the photos, guys? The photos of look at the man. He's literally, can you see? There's a there's the um there's him like literally being on the ground because there's the antlers and he's gone, oh, can we have a little stroke? This is the thing you see. This is the th weird thing about the where we uh, how we live at the moment. People are not used to. They don't think, think with your brains. It's a wild animal. He's not just going like this with his antlers, going, Oh, I think I might just sort of have a little doze and oh, who's this coming towards me? Doubtless there were signs up around the park saying, Don't get too close to the deer, but this individual thought he knew better and went to stroke a large stag. Do you know what, my darling? I've stroked many <laughs> large stag, and I can tell you there was no resistance. There was no antlers involved either. I do sometimes think I am Dame Edna Everidge inside the ghost of Barry Humphreys's Alive and Well. And uh, let's have a little look uh, at before we uh, before we bring up um, my first guest. Let's have a little look at the eye paper, the oi, the oi, oi, oi paper. And it's great because my next guest is a journalist, so we could talk about all this stuff. 40,000 XL bullies beat the ban as police tell public to call 101 for unmuzzled dogs. Do you know what I would call 101 for? Unmuzzled politicians and WEF shills. I would literally have a number and go, oh, welcome in the XL bullies and the doggy dogs and the lovely dogs. Oh, what's that over there? It's Rishi Sunak. It's Matt Hancock. It's uh, Dan Andrews. It's all those people. Let's uh, let's call 101 and get them rounded up into a dog pen <laughs> and stop insulting animals, frankly. Uh, what else have we got? Oh, this is good. I can come back to this. Uh, this is about Elmo. Elmo, the online online therapist. Who doesn't like Elmo? Can we see him? Beautiful little Elmo. <laughs> God's sake, in the eye paper. Don't worry, everyone. Tyranny is abounding. We've got war. We've got, well, war being ramped up by uh, by various governments. And uh, we've got, El it's okay, because Elmo, the online therapist, will help you out. Christ, you okay, hon? 
That's why it says it was a perfectly innocent question from a beloved children's character, but it unleashed. Oh, the only tide of misery being unleashed is having papers like uh, like the eye paper peddling the propaganda. Now I'm very very exciting. Exciting? <laughs> I can't even get the words out. It's that altercation with the fox. Coming up next, my first guest, Jackie Devoy. Keeping the commitment. 24-7. I've been in the car all day and I got to listen. Can't get enough of it. You guys are doing a great job. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, hello. Hello, 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 hello. And I'm just, uh, right. So my wonderful guest, Jackie Devoy, is here. Sorry, I had somebody poking their finger uh, through the curtain. You didn't see it, but I was distracted because that's the kind of mood I'm in today. Jackie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. I'm absolutely delirious and delorid to see you. <laughs> delirious and delorid. I think we've yeah. been having the same. I think we had the same late night, Jackie, <laughs> from, judging from me as well. Um, how are you? It's so great to see you. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, all things considered, considering the the, the broken ankles from last year and, and all, all manner of horrors that have gone on in 2023. I'm actually, yeah, quite well, actually. You're quite well. And now let's, uh, let me just, uh, just to give a little potted history for people that don't know Jackie, uh, UK investigative journalist, filmmaker and presenter. Jackie has written for major UK newspapers and made the documentary film, which we'll talk about in a minute, A Good Death, in association with Iconic, that looks at deaths in the UK involving euthanasia and the drug midazolam. Jackie does great, great work. And before we talk about that, Jackie, tell me about your, your broken ankles. How are they and how did that happen? Um, I was on a, a little business trip to Malta, um, popped over to the island of Camino, was walking down a rubbly slope like you do on the way back to the boat, and just uh, one ankle went one way and one went the other way and they both snapped. And I ended oh up in hospital God. for um, a week or so. And uh, yeah, one's healed very well. The other one had to, had to be operated on and have metal bits put in. So I'm hobbling around a little bit on that one because it's the metal bits that are hurting me now, not the not the actual bones. So I'd like to have them taken mm. out. The surgery was tr so traumatic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could face going through it again. Being stuck in a wheelchair. <laughs> several months and you know horrible yeah awful and was that in uh, was that in just remind me was that in Malta you were in the hospital the yeah. oh my god and that's scary yeah. isn't it in itself be it not well being in a country where I mean do you do you do you, uh, do, you do you know the area of Malta quite well no not at all no. so I went there once when I was oh. 17 with my mum but the, apart from that no but um it was quite interesting because they plied me with morphine for the pain and then they said they were going to try and uh, manipulate the ankle into into place so they were going to give me some midazolam and i was like no 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 i, I just um i just i'm a, I'm a, I'm a yeah exactly i'm allergic to um benzodiazepines and they looked at me sideways and said really well, that's very unusual what what happens if you have a benzodiazepine and i said oh um oh oh i throw up everywhere oh it's terrible you know ter terrible mess you'll have to clear up and they said okay so they gave me ketamine um which was Ooh. probably one worst experiences of my life I just thought oh recreational drug lovely you know I'll, I'll try that I heard that it's quite fun you know um, mm. and I've seen TikTok videos of people having it there's, there's a hilarious one of a man with the same injury as me having it and he's having a fantastic time and I was like why didn't I have I thought I died and gone to hell and I'm not exaggerating it was awful it was absolutely awful and afterwards when I 
after I'd woke up from the screaming and crying, um, they did say, oh, yeah, women don't tend to have such such a good reaction. You know, men seem to um, get on very well with ketamine, but women don't. And I said, well, thank, thanks for the heads up, you know. I've, I've spoken to several women since who had a similar experience, really awful, like nightmarish, like hellish, horrible thing. And you usually feel like you've died. You've gone to a horrible place and it was awful, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. ketamine. Yeah, because it's a horse. Tra- it's a horse tranquilizer, isn't it? I mean, I I did see. Uh, I mean, this is back in my clubbing days. It may surprise you, but I was a um, a bit a bit of a a bit of a party girl. And I do remember being in a in a club in South London called Fire, <laughs> which give you a clue as to the kind of night it was. And uh, a girl, she had taken she had taken some ketamine, and basically she was just on the floor going sort of frothing, and it was it was yeah, yeah. it was scary actually, really scary. Yeah, yeah, I was hallucinating, screaming, crying. Oh. Um, felt like I'd been gone for for um, eons, but I'd only been gone for five minutes. You know, it's awful, absolutely horrible. Oh, jerky. But yeah, it didn't yeah. work. Anyway, I still had to go and have surgery. So um, anyway, I'm not here to talk about all that. I know. <laughs> anyway, for heaven's sake, Jackie. No, it's my fault. I literally was like, oh, tell us about your injuries, and everyone's going, we don't want to hear. Um, but we will. Uh, yeah, so we've got a little, a little tiny bit uh, left just in the, this first section. Then we've got a longer section. Where we can really, really get into it. So, um, and then we can talk about um, about the good death. Uh, sorry, a good death, and all the work that you've done, and how you started as a journalist. So we'll get into all that um, when we uh, when we come. Because we've only got about thirty seconds left in this section. So um, I think I'm going to go to just so we don't start because I want to, you know, have long yeah. periods of time where we're talking. So let's uh, more from Jackie Devoy after a short break. Don't go anywhere or I'll tell Klaus Schwab where you live. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Darren Denslow. Yeah, I'm talking about the illness. Actually, that has done, has been doing the rounds. Not have we only seen a, uh, a mass influx of people waving their COVID tests online. Look, I got a red line. It's like, oh my God, people are testing. Or people, you know, trying to encourage others to wear their masks. Um, but there has been a talk of a dry cough. There have been doctors coming out saying we've seen loads of cases of that. Uh, have you been suffering from, you know, a bit of cough and flu or cold? Or COVID. Well, Darren, I, COVID. I, I just I just did my eighth test oh, and okay. um, I, I'm just going to keep doing it until I get lines and lines. Why? Well, because work's coming back up, isn't it? Digging deeper with D.D. Denslow on today's News Talk TNT. The Irish government is proposing a law known as the Hate Speech Bill that threatens free speech. This law could have dire consequences for our democracy. This law will have uncertain effects on artistic and musical expression. It could stifle the activity of public campaigning on political and civil issues and also curtail speech relating to topics about religion, ethnicity, sex and gender. You could even be jailed for possessing documents, cartoons or memes on your devices, even if you never read them or intended on sharing them. Mere possession could make you a criminal under this law. Help stop this law. Visit www freespeechireland.ie forward slash take action to bin the hate speech bill. You're with Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. 
Welcome back, everybody. And I'm still with my wonderful guest, Jackie Devoy. Uh, Jackie, so great to have you here. Let's um, delve into uh, how you got started in journalism. Tell us, tell us how all that came about. Okay, well, back in the Victorian times, um, when I was <laughs> if that's what it feels like, it's been here too long. Um, yeah, so back in back in the eighties, um, I wanted to be a fashion designer actually, so I don't know when wrong, don't know what went wrong, but um, I left I left that course quite early because I didn't didn't really like it. It was a bit, bit too much like hard work, and the only thing I liked about it was the drawing. So I just thought, mm, well, okay, there's my only talent at the moment. What can I do with fashion drawing? And I thought, oh, I can do some illustrations for magazines. And so I started doing that. And then I started writing little features to go with the illustrations. It was, do you remember? You won't remember. You're far too young. But um, do you <laughs> Thank remember? You, Jackie, my darling. Do you remember Jackie magazine? I do. Yes. Yeah, well, then I started, I thought I'm not going to start with that because that's a bit kind of big, you know, it's a bit of a big magazine. I'll go for mm. its little patches. You probably won't remember that. It was like a little girl's comic. So I started, I started doing little features on how to turn your sweatshirt into a hat and a top and some leggings and, and some wristbands, you know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> that and it paid me 10 pounds per article with the illustration, which I thought was okay. Cause I was doing it on the side. Yeah. I had, I had a day job, you know, working, what was I doing then for a, a record company or something working as a receptionist, you know, when, when you back when you're 18 and, um, Anyway, I ended up on Just Seventeen magazine when that launched, which I, that I absolutely loved. And I really want to write some kind of screenplay or, or film or series about that time because it was the best time ever, you know, back in the days in the office, smoking, drinking, taking drugs, not me, obviously, but uh, certain other people. There were streams of models <laughs> and pop stars coming into, into the office all day long, you know, through the fighting their way through the fog of, of smoke, you know, and, 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 and music going on all the time. Mm. It was just like all day party from from nine in the morning to we we rarely went home actually we'd go to the pub on the corner and sometimes people would sleep at the office we'd nick outfits from the fashion cupboard and so we had an endless supply of clothes you know go out to the pub then go to a nightclub in down Shaftesbury Avenue and be up all night mm. and then go work again those are the days when we had that kind of energy so that was good and um I kind of went on to just thinking, uh, yeah, I like this fun journalism. You know, I don't like the, the idea of serious journalism going out to, to war-torn zones like Kate Aidy. That wasn't for me, you know. But um, but in the last few years, um, or a little bit more, I, I've been kind of drawn into more serious stuff. I, I suppose I got into just human interest stories. Anything that I found interesting, any person I found interesting, I thought, yeah, I'll write about mm. that. You know, I'll be interested if I am. And um and then that kind of led me to sad stories. And then in the last few years, obviously, it's been in incredibly sad times for a lot of people. So and I've got kind of wrapped up in a lot of very, very serious um, issues. And um, and I've got really depressed, actually. But, you know, it had to be, yeah. done. Had to be done. Yes. And did you and were you um, aware that the world was, uh, well, you know, going in a certain direction? Uh, I mean, before 2020, were you were you sort of quite uh, awake? Yeah. Yeah, I've been awake since I was a little child. I had a very sort of uh, um, awake dad. My dad was only um, 17 when I was born, so he's only a little bit older than me and very awake to everything. I think he was a little bit psychic, actually, looking back now. But, um, I mean, he told me the moon landings were fake when I was seven. You know, I remember coming home from school saying that they'd shown us this stuff on the telly. My dad's like, mm -mm. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, so I was like, and I obviously believe my dad. And he was, um, you know, 
more or less always right. Although he used to say that he he wasn't infallible. I remember learning the word infallible when I was seven. He said, I'm not infallible. Mm. I'm not the Pope, he used to say, but I've got a good idea about things and I'm a little bit older than you. So, um, yeah, so he was pretty spot on. So, um, and also, um, you know, because I was awake and always questioning everything, that was something else he told me to do. Don't don't take anything at face value. Question it, ask questions. I used to drive the teachers <laughs> mad at school, you know, halfway through something I'm thinking I'm just not getting this at all you know the hand would go up the rest of the class would go oh my god now we're going to be here for another half an hour you know and I'm like I don't yeah. understand and yes. so I th I've since met a lot of people like that and that you know we've got a lot of things in common us uh awake people so and um, this yes. particular uh, last, last four years um well, I'd seen event 201, obviously, so just kind of, uh, you know, spelled it out for you. It wasn't difficult. It's like, mm. oh, here we go. I wasn't expecting it to start quite as soon as it did. So when it did yes. start, <clears throat> oh, oh, it's happening now. I, I didn't realise. I thought they'd give us a couple of years between event 201 and the actual, you know, playing out of yep. it. But And tell um, us, Jackie, Jackie, tell us about, um, just because I'm slightly aware of the time and I want to give you uh, enough time to explain it. Tell us a bit about um, a good death and Medazlam, yes, how you became aware of it? Yeah, a man came to me back in 2020 with the story of uh, his relative being uh, killed in in uh, an NHS facility. Um, I thought this is this is like shocking. You know, I totally believed him. He had all the evidence, file loads of evidence. Um, I put it out to all the papers, uh, 28 papers. Was it 38, 28 papers at the time? It's all in a good death um, and uh, didn't get a good response. I managed to get two meetings with a couple of news editors, one from the Daily Mail, one from the Mail on Sunday four-hour meetings very long meetings and they were saying yeah we've got to run this this is this is this is shocking you know head, headline news never happened so um jamie ike from iconic came to me and said you know do you want to make it into a a documentary i said yes so we made the documentary good death in 2021 everything in it still stands the only difference um between now and then is i had about 20 um people who, who were talking to me at the time case studies but uh now i've got in my group i set up a group at the time support group now i've got um about 130 people in the group who are all mm. willing to tell their stories a lot of them have got evidence a lot of them are going legal and still the papers are not interested so it's been um for someone like me who's been very um not you know haven't believed the narrative the whole covid thing never trusted it um mm. First went to them with stories about DNRs and and you know skewed figures and and the disappearance of flu and and then obviously the jabs people dying from the jabs they weren't having any of it at all I've been so I, I mean I make a reasonable living out of doing mainstream journalism not the last four years no yeah, yeah and <clears throat> Jackie where 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 can we where can we find uh, this uh, the the uh, good where people where can people find you because we've got to wrap up now sadly I want to have you back on though to give a full you know do the full thing about a yeah. good death sorry I went on too much about my no no there, not but... at all where where can we find it where can um, we find you so, so uh, Jackie Devoy one on Twitter um, you can right. find uh, death on iconic on their website I've got a new film coming out soon called Playing God which is about medical democide in the UK over the last fifty years and I'm just looking for a good platform to put that out on and that should be um, with with you soon. Thank you so much, Jackie, for joining us. Do come back. Um, we'll have we'll have a lot longer. Thank you so much. That's yeah. Jackie Devoy. And coming up next after the news headlines, my next guest, Kerry Murray. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Great news. The news. We have news. Great news. Great news. Great news. Great news, my friends. Yeah. Listen. TNT Radio News. Matt Boyland here with your TNT headlines. 
President Joe Biden will visit the scene of last year's toxic train derailment in Ohio for the first time next month. With the presidential election now just months away, the White House says it feels now is the right time. Russia says a US Patriot missile was used to shoot down a military plane over the country last week, killing dozens of Ukrainian POWs. And the White House says it has identified the group responsible for last week's deadly drone strike on its forces in the Middle East. We're the pinup boys and poster girls for free speech. We just don't look as impressive as Vladimir Putin shirtless on a horse. Yeah. 24 7, 365. We never stop sifting fact from fiction, misinformation from the truth. From government overreach to the latest on mandates, big tech censorship to propaganda gone mad. Listen to TNT Radio and get the news and views direct from our expert presenters and commentators anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's news talk this is TNT Radio. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back. I'm very excited because my next guest is a very dear friend. He is Kerry Murray, photographer and freedom fighter and just all-round very attractive man. Hello, welcome. Hi, hi. Pleasure to be here. Oh, Kerry, it's so good to see you because I haven't seen you like in person for a while. This yeah. is just, just great. So let me just quickly, I'm just going to quickly describe what I've got here. Photojournalist, radio host, writer and proud father of two, founder and chairman of United Free Press. Uh, .org. So if you go to that website. So, uh, Kerry, welcome. Um, so before we get into uh, talking about you and sort of how you got into photography and uh, and the United Free Press, um, I want to show some of Kerry's photographs from, uh, I, I believe they are of the marches. Uh, they are, yeah. They're all, the last all quite three mixed, years. actually, from various all different marches mixed. Um, and events. Can we, bring, uh, can we bring that up, Murray? One of them up or one of them and then we'll do another one after that? Oh, Look at that. So uh, <laughs> that is, I mean, lovely two smiley girls. Do you remember when that was, Kerry, that one? I think that was about, uh, looking at that, I think it was about October time, 21, actually. Um, yes. This is this is Sophia, actually, from um, A Stand in the Park, uh, UK, who, who heads that up out here. And um, I just saw her in the crowd and um, wanted to take a picture. So this is just one of several thousand um, protest pictures. Yeah, there I love and I choose love over fear and then uh, yeah. GVA. What is that? Is that the yeah. global? What's that? Global the Global Veterans uh, Alliance. This Veterans is. Alliance. Right. OK. Yeah. And when was that, my darling? That, that, that I March. think was that may have been on the same day, actually. But this was um, right. a special march for veterans who were coming out to support um, support protests, basically, um, against all the lockdowns and tyranny that we were experiencing at the time. Um, yes. And they did a great job there. I, I just absolute gentlemen, really. Um, great and yeah. you know really willing to have their pictures taken um and they just look spectacular incredible and kerry i mean your photographs look at that it's they're so wonderful honestly um and kerry's uh and um this is uh, about the same time maybe i'm thinking yeah i think this may yeah, be a I'm little looking... bit later it's it's warming up or it's slightly yeah. prior to that it's very hard to keep track of them all actually yes exactly um, because you've taken so many yeah. yeah, and we and we've of course we've been on, on all the marches ourselves uh, together, yeah. even though we didn't meet until um, a bit later. But no vaccine passports, no vaccine passports. Yeah. It's just, I mean, you, your, your. Uh, have we got any more, uh, Murray? Have we got any more? Oh, yeah. 
exempt from deception. Yeah, this is a great one, actually. I, I managed to, um, this picture, Love that. Uh, I managed to reunite this with this gentleman here um, in the centre there. So uh, I was very happy. And um, surprisingly enough, a lot of the photos that I've taken, I've managed to sort of either find the people or they've got in touch once they've seen the pictures. Um, and, you know, what I try and do is when, you know, one of the subjects of the pictures gets in touch with me, I try and, you know, um, give them the pictures that they're in. Yes. Um, Yes. So, you know, fortunately, most of that is printed. So um, I managed to reunite him with a printed printed picture of that, which is really cool. Really good feeling. So good. So good. I mean, and it's I, I mean, you will go down in history, uh, Kerry Murray, because you have catalogued, you have actually uh, been a witness. And not only are you a great photographer, because I mean, people go, oh, I'll just take, I mean, like me, I'll go, oh, that's quite good. I'll say a photo of like a march, you know, when I've been on the marches. And then I look at yours and then I just feel very ashamed and, <laughs> and embarrassed. I I know, I've seen some incredible photography. The, you know, the other photographers that I've been around yeah. um, have been out doing the same sort of thing. Uh, I've seen some yeah. amazing, amazing photographs. Yeah, but uh, take the compliment. <laughs> Take it, baby. Take it, because it is. They are so good and genuinely. Because you know, my aunt was a, a photographer, or well, is still, and you know, great photographer. But honestly, it, you you have a real talent for capturing oh, that, and you. and just the and and also the mood. You know, because sometimes people go yeah. look at this, and you're like, I don't really know what it's saying to me. Whereas this guy holding up the thing, you know, with the beard, yeah. was he was he an, a Sikh? Was he a Sikh gentleman? Can you remember, uh, like uh, you know, the the guy holding up the sign? Uh, in this last photograph that we saw. Yeah, in the last photograph, yeah. He's but not. More about deception. No, um, there is another photograph of a guy, I think, who is uh, Sikh. He's got his turban on and stuff. Um, yes. This yeah. guy, not so much. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think... This guy, that, this guy not so much. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got I got Maoris and Aboriginals confused yesterday for crying out loud, Dabs. What's going on? Don't do that. Anyway, yeah, it's TNT. This is everything. Everything goes. Yeah, so carry on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, it's funny that you mentioned that that kind of the feeling of of the time or the feeling of the photograph or the or the moment yeah. that it's capturing, um, mm. and that was really that's really one of the 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 kind of the things that I want to um, get across with all the photographs that I take because when I see these pictures, although I might not remember the exact day or the date that they were taken, there's something about them for me at least that that captures or I'm trying to capture. Um, mm. a sense of what it's like to be there. So often what you find with my pictures is that they're taken very much from my perspective. So, the, for, you know, the perspective of the viewer. Um, and what I'm trying to do is convey what's going on at the time. And I think a lot of them do that. At least that's my aim anyway, because I still remember, you know, the smells and the sounds mm. and the heat mm. or the lack of heat or whatever it is. And I can kind mm. of picture myself still there. And so that's something that I'm trying to, although it's a photograph, I'm trying to somehow um, convey that to the viewer. Yes, and it is 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 wonderful. And do you remember talking of sounds? Do you remember um, there was a, the guy with the, the I always this uh, always when I hear this song reminds me um, Hadaway. What is love, yeah. baby? Don't hurt me, baby. And literally like like at lunchtime, it was like a rave, wasn't it? It was so good. I remember that. Just when everyone like together and you know wonderful, wonderful sounds. Yeah, there's a certain vibe that happens at those things. Yeah, exactly, the vibe. We're going to have a bit longer, uh, my darling, with you. We're going to go to a quick break, but we will have a nice expanse of time. So uh, more from Kerry Murray after a short break. Don't go anywhere or I'll make you watch Good Morning Britain. <laughs> I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. You know, there's no escaping from the liberal propaganda. If you sat down to escape into NBC's show Chicago Med last Wednesday, this is the crap you had shoved down your throat. 
Wait, why are you moving my wife? Sir, please, it's just temporary. Hey, Mr. Martin. You okay? What's going on? Did you two authorize this? Mr. Martin, my apologies. It appears we're momentarily over. You think? I don't see what's going on, but you, you're giving all the rooms to them. Hold on now. Same thing happened at my kid's school. They commandeered her gym for a shelter. Look, wait, I assure you we have enough resources to take care of everyone. No, we don't. People keep saying that, but we just don't, okay? The whole volleyball season got canceled, and my daughter needed that for a scholarship, and now my wife. She's obviously not receiving your full attention. How come nobody's looking out for us? A legitimate question. They're kicking his wife out to make room for an illegal alien. I understand that this is an inconvenience, but we do need to free up this room, okay? Go no. ahead. Get away from her! Wait. Please. Stop handling me! Calm down! Go! Please, don't. Please, don't. No! Get away from me! Get off Calm down, me. Mr. Moore. Get off of me! Get off of me! And the racist white man gets taken away by the police. Exactly what he deserves. <laughs> Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on TNT. There are 16 million children struggling with hunger in America. That's one in five daughters, sons, neighbors, and classmates who don't know where their next meal is coming from. Yet billions of pounds of good food go to waste every year. It's time we do something about it. Feeding America is a nationwide network of food banks that helps provide meals to millions of kids and families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to help them feed even more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Pour yourselves a drink from the non-globalist drinks cabinet. Grab some salted nuts and have a mingle with great people. Abby Roberts on today's News Talk TNT. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you, where have you been? Have you been watching Good Morning Britain? I hope not, because I will come round and sit on your face if you have. Uh, I am still with my wonderful guest, Kerry Murray. Kerry, my darling, I haven't even explained to people that you are from, and originally uh, a Kiwi. I am. Uh, so, <laughs> well, sorry, like an accusation. Um, yeah. So when did you when did you uh, first come to these shores? These shores. I came in of the uh, UK. It was Valentine's Day, two thousand and four. Mm -hmm. After a quick jaunt through Southeast Asia, I made my way. I'm glad you said jaunt. I'm very glad jaunt. you said jaunt after yep. quick. Yep. Yes, carry on. Yes. Um, so yeah, twenty years, long time. Twenty years. Wow. Yeah. And was it? Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, incredible. And um, did you? Uh, and how do you do you find it being? Well, obviously, with the last uh, four years, with what happened in New Zealand, uh, how yeah. do you compare New Zealand and the UK? Uh, how they reacted to the uh, to, to, to um, COVID pandemic. Well, initially, initially, I thought um, that things were going to be all right in New Zealand because it's sort of uh, they they locked down in a sense, and that they sort of closed the borders and isolated themselves. And I thought, okay, well, maybe life is just going to continue as it does in somewhere like Sweden, where you know maybe the borders are closed, but actually everyone just continues with their normal lives, and that continued for a while. And then the hammer came down, and it was just um, you know totalitarian um, awfulness out there, just absolutely crazy. And you know the propaganda was ramped up as it was here, and so I think they they um, are fairly similar. It's just that it seemed to go on for a lot longer, it was sort of delayed out there. And then when it finally came, it was just this endless cycle and different systems that they had in place, you know, tiers, and they called them, they numbered them. And it was just um, mm. just absolutely crazy. And even even up until um, 
last year, mid last year, when I, I managed to get out to New Zealand, I had to go and see my mother who was quite ill. Um, yeah. There was still so much, uh, you know, masked nonsense going on and, you know, pushing for vaxxers and all sorts of stuff. And it was just, um, it was still a bit crazy out there. It felt like going back in time a little bit. Yes. Yeah, that must have been. And how is your mum doing? Is she okay, Carrie? She's fine. Now, at the moment? She's good. Yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, she's great now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's terrifying that, that for you that you were like, well, she's over there and then you've got to do, like you said, you're back with the masks, you're back with the, yeah. and of course, the, and the, the Jacinda, I mean, what Jacinda Ardern did to um, New Zealand, I think is, uh, I mean, they sh she should be on trial, shouldn't she? Yeah. What she's Absol done. absolutely yeah she should absolutely she should be and you know the problem that we have now is that she's just kind of slunk back into the background off doing other lucrative things um yes and you know they seem much like the matt hancocks and and the chris witties etc out here they sort of mm. go off into the ether never to be seen again and just into a um into retirement almost you know yes yeah exactly and i'm working for the sort of WEF. Yeah, they've done exactly. They've done. They've they fulfilled their role exactly yeah. right. They've 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 chosen for a purpose. They've done their thing. And uh, but I mean, of course, that but the great thing about uh, us, uh, you and and me and and other sort of freedom fighters is that we've we've um, we've got the receipts. So you know, we we're going to keep receipts. on. And that's what I love about Twitter as well, you know, and, and stuff we yeah. do is that you know we keep reminding people of yeah. what has happened, so they can yeah. never escape it, can they? No, and I think a lot of people want to forget now. You know, yeah. Just move yeah. on. What you, what... Forget about it. But you know, as as much as people might want to, actually, it's not even um, our kind of uh, I want to say community that keep reminding them in some ways. It's actually just the stuff that's happening and the stuff coming out from the government or you know whatever new edict yeah. it might be. Um, that's the thing that keeps reminding them and keeps them in that in that zone, right? And so you know, for yes. us who who swore never to forget, um, it's it's not so much for shock. Yes, exactly, and also the the forgiveness bit. I mean, where where are you with that? Because uh, to be honest, with you, I'm I'm a very long way. Even though I'm a Christian, and I try and practice, I, you know, I try my best to sort of um, l live my life, you know, sort of with with those sort of yeah. principles. But I, I'm yeah. finding that very hard. Where, where are you, Kerry, yeah. with that? Uh, it depends depends who we're talking about. Right. If we're good, talking good about answer. people who have maybe made a slur against the um, against the horrible, filthy, unvaccinated, then maybe I can get over that because um, you know everyone processes stuff differently and everyone's at a different stage of understanding and and all that kind of stuff. But in terms of those who perpetrated and facilitated the events over the last four years, um, I don't think there can be any forgiveness. Really, not certainly not from my perspective. Yes, exactly, and I agree. And and the people, uh, obviously, in the media, you know, who and you know, my my great wall of Jeremy's, yep. I call them, as in yes. Jeremy Hunt, um, yes. the people that in their job they were actually saying, take these things, and if you yep. don't take them, you're going to be segregated. So there was, yep. they were actually, it was a call to action, wasn't it? From those yeah, people absolutely and you know the thing is with forgiveness um I, I tend to forgive those who who want it right right yes and there's nothing there's Good nothing point. to forgive if if um you know if that's not requested really um and, and yes. certainly, you know i tend not to forgive people who lock me up in my house yeah yeah good point i, I don't really exactly. like that right so yeah, so the it's forgiveness funny. is either you know it's not requested it's certainly not going to be given
Yes, exactly. And uh, and interestingly, I mean, if we think about other atrocities that have happened uh, in, in the past, whether it's the Nazis, Pol Pot, uh, Stalin, um, yep. you know, I don't recall people living in Stalin's Russia sort of uh, during all the harvest of sorrow and all the sort of famines and all those of it, um, like within that time period going, well, should we, should we forgive? <laughs> should we forgive yeah. Stalin? Do you know what I mean? It was like, it was many years, many, many years later, and they didn't. Yeah. They still haven't. A lot of them forgiven no. well, so the people some things, in power. I, you know, some things just transcend that for me, and um, maybe yeah. that makes me not a very good um, person. But I'm not sure I really care. Um, not <laughs> it's just you know, what's the hill that you're prepared to that you're prepared to die on, really? Yeah, prepared to die on. And that's a good. Well, the thing is, you're 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 a very self-reflective person, so you're honest. So it's good that you sort of. Some people are like they don't even look in. You know, in that deep. Yeah. Um. We're we're slightly running out of time. I can't believe it, Kerry, because I could talk to you for the next nine hours. Where can people <laughs> find you? Ah, uh, Kerry Murray Photography. Yeah, uh, KerryMurrayPhoto dot com. Uh, KerryMurrayPhotography dot Substack dot com. Um, yep. probably the two best places to find me at KerryMurrayPhotography on uh, Instagram as well. And, Instagram, and they're great articles you write and your uh, resistance, you know, the, the uh, is it photographs of the resistance? Portraits of the resistance, that, yeah. Portraits of the resistance, exactly. And so much great stuff. And don't forget, you're, um, you're doing photographs, aren't you, in March. You've got, uh, you're yes. actually doing some photo shoots. So yeah, yeah, I've got a photo shoot session those? in March, um, which is uh, an open session to anyone who wants to come and have portraits taken. Um, and I'll be holding that at some point in March, date TBC. Um, but if anyone's interested, they can get in touch and uh, and book a session, which will be yeah. loads of fun. And fo follow you on Twitter, and then they people can DM you, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So look for Kerry Murray Photography on Twitter. God bless you, Kerry Murray. And will you come back, please? Because I want to talk to you absolutely. more. Absolutely. Thanks hours, so much, Abby. As you know. God bless you, mate. Okay, take care. And uh, now we're going to um, we're going to speak to people. Hopefully, uh, so let's have a little look at the numbers you can call. Thanks for listening to us. Now we want to listen to you. Our lines are open from the U.S. and Canada. Call one eight eight eight. 201-6425. From the UK, call 033-0024-1026. And from Australia and New Zealand, call 1-800-670-310. Free speech is alive and well on today's News Talk TNT Radio. Made my day. Well, <laughs> sorry I dozed off for a minute there. As you can see, it was like I was having a nana, I was having a nana nap. Murray was like, Come on, you're on, love. Uh, right, so we've got, um, well, what a surprise. We've got my uh, milk tray man on the phone. Steve, are you there, my darling? <laughs> yes, the chocolates are there right next to you on the pillow, and I'll get off in a minute. But, uh, look, look, I, uh, it's a bit... We've got the same laugh. How are we related? This is really weird. We've got the same laugh, Steve, even though you're oh, a jockey. You're a small, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> and you live and you live in in, in Australia, in Sydney. What the hell is going on? Now that you yeah. mentioned this, and we have this really special relationship. When, when, and if you do ever make it out here to Australia, I'd actually like to meet you, and uh, we should, we should, we, you know, you can meet the voice behind this phone call if you get the drift. Wow! You find it whether I'm for real or not. How's that? Wow. That'd be something to do. <laughs> that's, that's a, so uh, anyone watching, can you please, you're witness to the fact that if I go over there and you never see me again, can you call the Australian authorities, please? Can <laughs> you call right, the police? Yes. <laughs> that's right, yes. Um, yes. Steve, uh, what, 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 what are your, what are your thoughts? It, 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 
Interpol will be wanting you immediately. Now, look, I do have thoughts, and I have been wanting me this for yeah. the last. Carry on. Yes, uh, I have been. I have thoughts, and I have been holding onto this for the last twenty-something hours. Uh, so I have. I, I've been waiting to bust a cup to say this, but. Yeah. Dear old Nicholas Sturgeon, Miss Terry I yesterday. I thought I'd have a chat about her because there she was at the COVID inquiry and well done to you guys over there in England for actually having a semi-honest COVID inquiry. But there's Nicholas Sturgeon doing the waterworks, saying that she wanted to be the best minister she could be and, you know, all this sort of, you know, polywaffle nonsense. And, you know, mm. I heard some wonderful dear person on some one of the media channels over there arguing that, you know, uh, like a lot of politicians, she was under a lot of stress. Really? Did nobody ever have a conversation with Miss Teary Eyes yesterday about what the terms and conditions of being a politician are? Like, if I wanted to be a chef, somebody would say to me, OK, Chef, you want to be a chef, right. Do you know what's involved in being a chef? No, I don't. Do you know that your feet are going to ache for about four days? Oh, really? Right. Do you know you're not going to have a life? You'll probably work seven days a week. Right, and do you, do you know that? Um, do you know that you'll probably you'll probably do really odd hours. You might you you, you know, like I say, the, the terms and you, and the kitchens will be heated not just uh, because the stoves are hot, but because you might get irate. Nobody had a conversation like that with teary eyes yesterday about what being a politician would be like. No, I have little. You can tell I have little to no sympathy for somebody like no. her, and I imagine that many of the citizens of the UK have little to no sympathy for Miss Teary Eyes. What are your thoughts? Indeed. Before, we, be, be, before you go, Siv, um, can I just make yes. a plug for a f I'm a huge fan of one of your guys, uh, Senator Malcolm Roberts, who was yes. on doing a Twitter uh, space last night, um, who wants a royal commission uh, into the whole COVID pandemic debacle. Uh, what are your thoughts yes. on one of who also shares? I'm never and I've never been more proud to be a Roberts myself. What are your thoughts on him? Well, I, I, I like the fact that he's calling for a royal commission, but I doubt that that's going to happen because I think our politicians are absolutely pee weak. They're absolutely weak as water. They will not hold themselves yeah. up to accountability. They will not hold themselves up to the, the kind of grilling that some of your guys are holding themselves up to, even if they're giving answers that are just well below par. And yeah, I think our guys would probably be teary-eyed about what it's like, oh, my God, I was under so much stress and... Oh, shut up. You decided to sign up for the jobs, you moron. Good to talk to you, Abby. Good, good. <laughs> Do you know, that's what I love about Siv. He doesn't mess about, does he? I've got a feeling that, uh, yes, I think we, we, we'll get on quite well. <laughs> Anyway, nice to talk to you, uh, Siv. Siv's gone, but he has left this lovely box of chocolate on my pillow. Do, 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 milk tray man. Uh, let's have a little look at lo do, do live chat, shall we? And uh, do, by the way, check out uh, Senator Malcolm Roberts um, in uh, Queensland. He is on, I mean, wow, proper hero. He was stood up uh, talking about this like two, maybe two and a half years ago. Uh, the only person, uh, not like some of our politicians, Andrew Bridgen, who seemed to join the party, what was it, about mid-2022. Do you know what? Nobody in the UK government resigned after the the lockdowns, the, the then the jabs and then the muzzles and whatever. Not one politician said, I'm out of here. So that says to me, you're all snivelling cowards. Um, right, let's have a... Let's have a uh, someone put Shillit mid-conversation and gone. I think that's about Siv. That's what I love about him, though. Do you think? I think he probably just. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, he's, he's probably an in and out kind of person. That's as far as I'm going to go with that. Siv, the COVID inquiry is an utter load of bollocks here in the UK. Well, yeah, but to be fair to Siv, don't forget, he's not seeing all the, the ins and outs and uh, maybe doesn't know all the personalities. But I agree with you. I mean, I, look, I was arrested, as I said, for swearing outside the, co the COVID inquiry um, when Matt Hancock was inside. Matt Hancock, who is, um, you know, the, the equivalent of uh, Beria, who is Stalin's chief of police. Um, that's what that's the kind of level we're looking at. Um, someone, Sk Skippy. Skippy said, were uh, Nicola Sturgeon's crocodile tears better than Matt Wanksock's? That's Matt, Matt Hancock, obviously. Um, she's just, obviously, you're going to see more of this because these people are psychopaths. Sturgeon, Dan Andrews, uh, Ardern, all these people who are like, who, 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 they're all psychopaths. And that's what psychopaths do when they're caught out. They go quick. Uh, let's pull on the waterworks, as uh, Siv said. Uh, hidden, hidden in plain sight, says, absolutely, Abby, venal cowards. Venal, like that word, lovely. Venal cowards. Good description. Um, somebody says about Matt Hancock, who is, by the way, our uh, health minister during uh, the COVID and the, the, the basically pushed, honestly, he pushed the vaccines like they were uh, jelly tots. Uh, onto the population. Um, and then when he was interviewed, he pretended to cry. Well, he kind of cry laughed. He did a bit of a <laughs> uh, when he was interviewed about the vaccines. Um, and one of the first people, by the way, in the UK to get the vaccine, this was on on screen on telly. You can't make it up. He was called William Shakespeare. Now, if that isn't some kind of clue to the shall we say, the theatre of it, then I don't know, uh, I don't know what is. Uh, oh, I had some requests to do some more, some more Shakespeare. <laughs> I, I might try some tomorrow, my darling. I will get my acting voice out and do a little bit. I think people like now is the winter of our discontent. Um, oh, someone says, I bet it's not Siv, but Mike Ryan of TNT. Uh, I don't think, I'm fairly sure it's not Mike. Um, I rec I don't know though. I mean, I've, I have heard Mike's voice. I, I think Mike's probably got better things to do than call into the Abbey Roberts show. He's a busy, busy man. Um, uh, let's have a little look. Oh yes, people are going semi, semi honest. What WTF? See, this is about the COVID, uh, the UK inquiry. Um, but you know, this is free speech, guys. This is TNT. So if people want to, people want to give their opinions. Then why don't you call call me tomorrow and give your opinion of what you think the inquiries are actually doing? Um, somebody's put mail bites. This is on live chat. Yes, Abby, the world is a stage. Um, <laughs> yes, um, there's yeah, lots to talk about. Matt Hancock, lots of anger here. I mean, people are angry, like Jackie Devoy. What my guests wonderful, by the way, today, Jackie Devoy, um, who I'll I, who I'll speak to more uh, when she comes on next time about a good death. Um, these people, honestly, people like Jackie Devoy, journalist um, Kerry Murray, they are they're honestly the most important people because they're not mainstream. They're not plugged into any of the BBC, the this, the that, the whatever. They are absolutely grassroots. They are there, as I said. Kerry was uh, literally cataloguing uh, what's happened in the last four years, and he still does. So very, even they wouldn't take the compliment, very, very valuable person. Um, yes. Oh, let's have a look at this. Blimey. Uh, hang the actors high and the perpetrators higher. 
Good grief. <laughs> Good grief. There's lots of, uh, yeah, there's lots of people uh, with um, opinions in live chat. And thank you very much. But I mean, like I said, call me tomorrow. It's, it's a lot easier if you just get on the blower. Uh, tomorrow and give me your give me your views and your thoughts and your all the rest of it about what I've been talking about because this move this moves so fast the live chat obviously I will it is good that everyone's on it um, oh oh yes okay uh, someone says not critical of good old Civ just say WTF ironically yes okay because we love Civ he's part of the show all right my darlings um, so thanks for joining me we've uh, had another great show uh, thanks to you. Uh, and uh, I will be back tomorrow, of course, uh, here to today's news talk, the Abby Roberts show. So have a great day. And uh, finally, there's one more thing to say. Be seeing you. <laughs> <laughs>